In the great bowels of the internet, there are assembled the world's two most prodigious podcasters created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Joe, a chubby Italian nebbish with a slamming tan, and Gomez, a Puerto Rican, when convenient, who doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Their mission combine their love of all things pop culture to present the most important podcast on the planet. When their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Joe-Man! Hello everyone and welcome to episode 301 of the Carl Jomez Podcast. I'm Mez and my co-host as always is... I'm Joe from the Car Jomez Podcast. Yeah, you are, buddy. What's up? How you doing? Uh, Gomez, I'm going to start with a little breaking news. Oh, shit. Breaking news. What's up, bro? Gomez, I, Joe, of the Car Jomez podcast, have an announcement. Mm. I can finally put this out there. I got a new job. What? Doing what? What is this? This is crazy. You're a double main man. One half of the longest running podcast in the history of planet Earth will be hosting another show. Whoa, bro. What's going on? What are you doing? I'm going to be hosting a brand new show on the Major Pod Network Patreon. So you have to be Ooh. subscribed to a certain level of of the, uh, the of the Patreon to be able to listen to it. But it's going to be like an interview show. I'm going to get some guests from the wrestling industry along with uh, Matt Cardona and Brian Myers and Smart Mark Sterling. And twice a month, I'll be dropping some brand new words into your ear holes if that's the kind of thing that you're into oh that that could be a lot of fun you doing some fun interviews mm. yeah i they get me some good guests i think one inner one of one show per month is going to be either one of the major pod guys and then another one is someone one of their friends from the business who i uh will talk to and ask questions and all the questions are supplied by the patrons of the major pod network so they will submit their questions either in advance if they can't be there because they can watch it live so they can they can come on live and and ask questions directly to the guest so it'll be a a fun new thing for me to try out that sounds like a lot of fun do you have a a start date for this or just watch for it coming soon next month next month all right folks next month watch for the next couple weeks uh, the first episode will be happening and it should be with uh smart mark sterling if if i am correct if i have this correct (laughs) if not whoops (laughs) still uh still working on a title i have submitted an entire scroll of possible names sure i'm waiting for uh the uh the word to come down from the office as to approval from standards and practices we gotta make sure everything is uh up and up so so that's going on, Gomez. I got a new job, and uh, I'm I'm even a more professional podcaster now. I mean, you already work around the clock, bro, so this is going to be... Whew. Yeah, uh, 
it wasn't something I was planning on. It wasn't something I was <laughs> it was I was seeking. Um, uh, it's just kind of something that fell into my lap. I yeah. got a phone call one day and said, "Hey, you want to do this?" And I said, "Okay." Of course, you gotta take the opportunity. Sounds like fun. Can't yeah, wait. Should, we'll be talking about it here. We'll let you guys know when. Should be a good time. And up. if you're listening to this podcast on Thursday, then tomorrow night, Gomez, woo! I will be in Baltimore, Maryland, for the major wrestling figure podcast oh, live. Thirteen, believe it's thirteen. Live thirteen, Baltimore, Maryland. Jimmy's famous seafood. General admission tickets still available. So come enjoy some crab cakes and see the show. I wanted to go down there, but it's the last day of school, and apparently we're having some kind of pool party at our house with all these kids after school. So that's more reason for you to come. I I wish, but there's gonna be a lot of kids here. They they need all hands on deck here. Uh, oh, I don't think so. Uh, that's that sounds more like a them problem. Hey, I mean, you know, maybe a cloud will come up in my rain, and uh, <laughs> maybe I'll make my way down to Baltimore. <laughs> Can't go wrong. It's it's not every day you get these uh Jimmy's famous seafood crab cakes. Those are some fucking good crab cakes. Oh, they're so good. And I did you had mentioned it. And I I was like, oh, I, I need that crab cake, bro. Sadly, not not this year. I'll just mm. have to order it. Yes. I like I, I believe we talked about this before. I've ordered stuff yes. from them online before. It but when great. you do abide by their directions. Do oh, not this guy. Do not try to cook off the directions. Like you know better. You don't know better. Oh, this guy. Directions are your friends, bro. They help you. Why? I gotta... love directions. Yes, they're, they're very specific. They're like, please do it this way. And, I didn't even I'm dream not... of trying any other way. And I'm I was not nervous. saying that because of something I did, but I got nervous. <laughs> someone I sent Jimmy's food as a gift Uh-oh. to decided to go off book. They know better, of course. <laughs> and since my mom won't listen to us, she don't listen to this show. Mom, what the fuck would you think of all people? You, you think you you know better than Jimmy? Come on, <laughs> like let me tell you, it's not like my mom is this world-renowned cook by any means, <laughs> oh, bro. But she knows crab cakes, bro. She thought she did. She, and she's like, oh, you know, I wasn't really impressed. I was like, what the fuck you mean you weren't impressed? Then, like, I sent, like, a different pack to sex. She's like, oh, you know, I, I should have just gone by the directions. If you do it the way they say it. Yeah, no shit. He's like, it must have been a bad batch. I got to send more. Like, what the fuck, dude? There should, should be a layup. They're giving you everything. So funny. Follow those instructions, folks. <laughs> oh, but what a week we've had, Gomez. Coming off episode 300. So thank you, everyone, for listening and downloading, making us the longest-running podcast in the history of podcasts, in the history of Earth. And Earth has a very long history. So long. So it, it is, it, you know, it just it warms the cackles of my heart, you know? So remember to follow us on all the social media at Jomez. Leave a five-star review wherever it is that you download this show. Make sure you take a screenshot of it. Tweet it to us at Jomez, and you could be entered to win an autographed 8x10 from both me and Gomez. Like this guy. I hope it's a guy. I don't know. I just made that up. I shouldn't assume gender. But Creamy Crisp left five stars on (laughs) iTunes with a headline... I listen every week. 
five stars, a wrestler who mukbangs while playing with action figures, and his, quote, guy in the chair, who I assume does all the IT stuff. <laughs> Gomez, do you do all the IT stuff? Oh, I do the editing and stuff, but uh, you're, you do a lot of the social media. You are the social media king there. I, I think a lot of people would be surprised by how much I actually do do. Like yes. Scooby Doo, do do. Anything you see posted on Instagram, that's Joe. I or, or Twitter. Once in a while, I'll I'll tweet something, but Instagram, I always forget about Instagram. Yes, you do. So I don't really do a lot on there. Gomez in general too. is not very good at the social medias. You know, I just like to scroll. You know, I say things once in a while. You know, not I me. Try. I've got. I have a a whole. One day, I like next time I see you, I'll show you just the drafts on my tweets because I'll think of something and I'll be like, I don't want to tweet that right now, but I'll save it it. for later. So I probably have at any given time 15 to 20 tweets in my drafts, like just waiting for the right time to pop on an unsuspecting public. You know, I I share some memes on the Instagram, right? Some new metal. I'm I'm here trying to create original content. I'm just trying to get eyeballs. Uh, when it comes to YouTube, I do all the editing on my YouTube, youtube.com slash Joe Shoes. So that's all me. I, I learn a little bit more every day, even though I went to cool. school for that kind of stuff like years and years ago. Everything is vastly different now. Technology has a way of evolving, and uh, I'm just trying to keep up with it. Uh, otherwise, I don't want to get left behind like some of the dinosaurs, even though we just grow them bigger and better anyway. But yeah, so I, I think people would be surprised by how much of IT stuff I can actually get into. Yeah. What uh you mentioned dinosaurs and YouTube. I saw you put up a video, Joe. Did I ever Gomez? This past Monday, a new video went up from Hardee's. I found I found the Hardee's Gomez. I see the commercials, but I get angry because I don't have none around. So I'm like, I want to try this, but it's never around. So I don't it's not close to me. I had to get in the car and take a drive. Okay. Um, at one point, it was a little treacherous because I got caught in a monsoon downpour, oh. like like horrible rainstorm, where I had to slow down on the parkway to about five miles an hour, put my hazard lights on, keep the wipers at full fucking blast, and and still be careful because you don't know who's going to be the asshole who's still trying to go 75 throughout exactly. the fucking storm. Um. It was a little scary, but, you know, I've lived in Florida long enough where it's just something you kind of got to deal with. Uh, but I finally found the Hardys, and they have the Jurassic World. What would a summer blockbuster be without a fast food tie-in, Gomez? The truth. You need it. They have a Jurassic World Primal Angus Thick Burger. And it's Ooh. primal because it's basically like a Western cheeseburger. It's got onion rings and barbecue sauce and they call it amber barbecue sauce it's supposed to be like mm. the amber from jurassic park it's got like that little orangey hue to it okay uh but in addition to just being uh their regular thick cheeseburger it also has sliced prime ribs so it's primal mm. that looks so good. Go check it out. It's up on YouTube.com slash Joe Shoes right now. If you're listening on Thursday, tomorrow, you get a bonus video. What comes after dinner, Gomez? Dessert. Dessert. And for dessert, I went to the local McDonald's Ooh. to get the chocolatey pretzel McFlurry. I've had this. I've had it now. And Gomez, mm. 
it gave me some flashbacks of my my favorite fl- uh, McFlurry of all time, which was the Rolo McFlurry. Nothing better than a Rolo McFlurry, bro. This it's gave the best. me a little bit of flashbacks for that. So remember to subscribe, youtube.com slash Joe Shoes. Click the like button, leave the comments. It's a, a beautifully free way of supporting the channel, and I appreciate it very much. Mm, I'm going to have to check that out. Very good, Joe. Very good. Gomez McFlurries, and I say this in my video, when, like, you and I both grew up, we didn't have Dairy Queens around. No. So when McFlurry came out, that was like a game changer. Game we changer. Had, we never had, like, a blizzard before. You would see Dairy nope. Queen commercials. and be All like, the time. Oh, my God. You mean you, you mean to tell me you could get a shake with fucking Oreos in it? Like, what? What you put anything in there? is this? What? <laughs> but the, the fact of the matter is like, you, we just didn't have those options available to us where we live. So when a McFlurry came out and they're offering you Butterfinger and Oreo and M&Ms, it was like, oh, my God, like, I'm going to come. It was so good. Oh, M&M mini. Oh, I used to eat those all the time. Oh, they're so good. But now in my advanced age, because I do have a Dairy Queen very accessible yes, to me right me now. too. I kind of forgot. I forgot about the McFlurry, Gomez. I gotta be honest. It's true. I uh, if I get a dessert from McDonald's, I will get a hot fudge sundae. I'll be like, oh, I want oh. a little treat. Let me get a little treat. I'll get a little hot fudge sundae. And so I saw that McFlurry the other day, and I said, yo, I haven't had a McFlurry in for probably since the Rolo. Like I know they brought the Rolo back every once yeah. in a while, probably since then, because I can't well, McFlurry. I it's like foreign to me to think about. It's like. From a, a past gone life. Yeah, like, yeah. I know. Oh, I'm man, on the same page. Yeah. I don't I don't associate McDonald's with desserts. Uh Burger King, even. I used to think of Burger King for the Hershey Sunday pie, which we always like. But my favorite oh, Burger God. King thing, they did an Oreo cheesecake slice at one point. Amazing. That thing was it banging. Was I amazing. miss it to this day. The, the best. You, I know, were always a, a chocolate was a chocolate parfait guy at oh, KFC. From KFC. Nothing better than chocolate parfait. I cry at night thinking about that thing. I live down the block from a KFC, the best. And then one day, just poof, gone, bro. How could they do that to me? Did they not even give you a heads up? No, no, they did not. It With very- how many you've bought over the years, you would think they would have been like, we should probably tell Gomez before we do this. They probably got rid of it years ago, and they were just giving me the leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, no bullshit. Gomez used to come to my house to watch wrestling or do whatever. And he used to have, like, a KFC bag with him. So I would think he's coming to my house, bringing food to, like, hang out and maybe have a couple adult beverages and watch TV. No, my, my man would just bring half a dozen fucking chocolate parfaits for himself and just load up my fridge. Gotta have them cold. They gotta be cold, bro. Like, but like, not to share either. He just, he didn't know how many he would need for the night. So he Bro, made sure he always had enough. Listen, I'll share if I have to, but realistically, when it's party time, I mean, I don't know how you roll, but I usually roll. I got basic stuff, but if you want something sexy, you got to bring it yourself. Yeah. So I, I brought mean, something sure. sexy, you know? Come on. I share sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I just discovered. So like, it's you don't notice it until you notice, but uh, Twix, you know they have different flavors. I love a Twix. They used to have a peanut butter Twix. One of my favorite things is peanut yes, butter. Yes, I Twix. remember peanut butter Twix. 
But apparently they don't make peanut butter Twix no more because they make the cookies and cream Twix now. Which sucks. Which I, I, I like it, but I don't love it. Like, it's okay. But to get rid of the peanut butter Twix for this? Fuck I, you, bro. This I love cookies and cream, like, as a rule, basically. Yeah. But cookies and cream candy, for whatever reason, usually I do not like. Oh, I love that Hershey cookies and cream. I was just going to say, that's another one where I'm like, eh, not really. When that came out, remember when that came out? Because you just have regular ass Hershey. All of a sudden, it was like, new Hershey cookies and cream. We're like, what? Yeah. I remember, I think, I want to say I was like a freshman in high school or something. And there used to be like this little, this little candy store right by the bus stop. I had to go home from school every day. So you would pop inside and go get like a, a 20 ounce soda and a piece of candy or whatever before the bus came. And when something new would come out, it was like fucking cartoon eyeballs popping out of your head, you know, <laughs> and fucking cookies and cream Hershey's. What yeah. the fuck? And I lied to myself for a long time. I did. I lied to myself because I wanted to like it. I wanted so badly to like it. And I would buy this same fucking candy bar probably every day for like a month until <laughs> Just trying. I just, I just wanted to be embraced by its soulful caress, and it just, it didn't do it for me. And I, I constantly eat this piece of candy and just be constantly let down. I'd say, why am I doing this to myself? There are so many more options to choose from that I enjoy so much more. Why am I trying to force this piece of candy onto myself? I don't know why I continue to do this. Gomez, what is wrong with me? I don't know. That's hysterical. He just kept eating the chocolate. Just I just try. kept eating. I gotta it. like it. I gotta like it. <laughs> I just figured at some point it was it was gonna be what whatever it is that I was expecting. At some point, it was gonna fucking give it to me, and it never did. We were so impressed when they brought out new candy back then. I mean, now we we still are, but back then it was just like, like you said, game, everything was a game changer because it was like, whoa. But that's yeah, why I get excited. New but you know what it is too is like now with the internet, with all these accounts that are dedicated everyone's to always everything. Trying to do things. Everyone's yeah. trying to do things, and you have a heads up. Like yes. it's not like There's back no in nineteen ninety five. Like no one told us, hey, keep your eyes peeled. Fucking cookies and cream Hershey's is coming out. No one told us that. You just showed up at the candy store and then it was just there. Like fucking the fuck is this? with the under the shining light of the above. Like, holy shit. Like fucking someone's been tapping my phones, my dreams, getting into my mind, thinking about what is it that can appeal to this young, handsome boy. It's true. Nowadays. Every other day, we're seeing about a new creamer, a new candy, a new Oreo flavor. Yeah. Constant. And, I mean, we all follow in in our group chat that you and I have with some of our buddies. Sure. How many times a week do we share a post from Candy Hunting on Instagram? Well, of course. Where they're, they're saying, oh, what was the new one today? It's fucking uh, Twinks. Twinkies. Twink, uh, twink coin. Yeah. It's like a, a, they're playing up the they're trying to Yeah. They're doing like round <laughs> Twinkies to look like uh, make fun of Bitcoin. So Twink coin. I don't really need a round Twinkie. I gotta say I like I like this the shape of a Twinkie. It changes it when it's in a, a round shape like that. You know, yes. it's not the same kind of bite. So I'm kind of I mean obviously I'm gonna try it, but you know I'm a little wary of it. Yeah, I'm. I mean it's still a Twinkie, so 
I'm sure it's delicious, of course. Like the the items and ingredients and texture, like none of that's gonna change. You never know. Maybe making it small changes the consistency. It's well, not that's the thing that's gonna bother me is if it becomes smaller now. Like, and I'm going, I'm sitting oh, there, true, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, Well, where the fuck is the rest of it? Now I gotta eat the fucking whole box just to I gotta feel... eat five Twinkies to yeah. get my fill. <laughs> that's funny. It's like when I smoke a regular cigarette, because I usually smoke hundreds, but if I smoke a regular cigarette, I'm like, what the fuck, now I got to smoke nine of these to fucking equal up to... Why Why would you smoke? Why would you mix up your cigarettes? Like you're bumming from someone? Like someone? if I got to bum you... a cigarette from someone or the okay. fucking cashier gives me the wrong pack and I don't notice. Like... Oh, that's the worst. That's got to be the worst, bro. Oh, you get yeah. home, there's a fucking different color box. What the fuck is this? Well, it won't be a different color. It'll just be like the shorties, and I'll be like, oh, no. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> That's the worst. Oh, goodness. Uh, but, Gomez, we kept uh, – I kept pretty busy this week. I, I watched you? a lot of shit. Whoa. All right. Kept on top of the things. And I, I really want to start, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. With Obi-Wan. Okay. Because last week, you and I came on here and said that Chapter 4 – had was had gotten a little bit of a kind of dragged a little bit. Yeah, it was okay. You know, had some moments, but nothing great. I want to know how you felt about chapter five now. I mean, it's the same thing. There's a lot of nothing with some amazing Darth Vader gangsterness. Exactly, like, and like that's, that's what it was. That's where I'm at, and it was just, yes. it was like a whole lot of nothing. But hey, you got this Darth Vader stuff, so. Isn't it cool? It was fucking cool, bro. And it is. And it's remember, so cool. remember from the beginning of this show, that was what I said I wanted, yeah. especially so when they were Vader. dropping the hints about Anakin's alive, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay, great. Now you better give me fucking Vader. And they delivered the very next week, which was fucking badass. And now this week, I got more fucking Vader being fucking a fucking real deal villain. Oh, to the man. truest extent of the word, a real villain. And I fucking love that shit. But everything that goes on around it is just like, all right, could we hurry up and get to the Vader stuff? Yeah, the, the show is very uneven. There's parts that I love. I love certain things about it. I hate certain things about it. So uh, I just, uh, it's like, I'll say, it's, it's kind of like with the Boba Fett show. right? Both of these things were supposed to be movies. Originally, Boba Fett mm. was supposed to be a movie. Obi Wan supposed to be a movie, and it's also kind of like uh, they had this idea, like you know what people like? They like Boba Fett. They like Obi Wan. Let's do something with these characters. Let's, yeah. and then we'll figure it out. Like I don't feel like they had a story that they needed to tell here. This is just a story. It's filling in things because while we're here, let's fix some things along the way. But uh, the show is all over the place. I still enjoy it because, I mean, like we said, Vader not even putting out his uh, lightsaber, just gangster. So good. But the rest, the way that we get the reveal was just so, just, it's too much. I just, uh, no, there's I, one episode left and I'm kind of like, oh, how is this going to end here? Like, what are we, what are we building to here? I'm in the same boat as you. And I was, I liked the show from the beginning. And then we got this weird little kind of, I don't want to call it a love story, but like whatever the relationship is between Obi-Wan and Tala, it just like wasn't developed enough to make me 
care so much when the uh, when she struck down. Because if you've watched uh, Clone Wars, there's a real relationship there between yes. Obi Wan and uh, not Bo Katan, the other Sabine like or something sister. like that, uh, something like that. But she's like the head of Mandalore. Yeah, and. Like that was a built-up story. Yes, it was. and with this, it was kind of like, I don't I don't know if it was meant to be a love story or just someone that he like had a you know had a friendship with for years. Whatever the case may be, it was just something I felt that didn't come across. And I when when she is a uh, spoiler alert when she's finally killed in this episode, I'm sitting there going, okay, nah. I get it. She's a nice person. She's doing good things, yes. but I'm not heartbroken over it. No, it did not have the weight that they thought it would or they wanted it to. Correct. It's not Rogue One. It's not, you know, they're yeah. trying for that kind of moment, heroic. Oh my God, I can't, but no. Fucking throw that bit. Throw that fucking bomb. Why are you holding it? Throw yeah, that exactly. shit at Like, them. what the fuck are you waiting for? What are we doing? Throw that shit. You got the robot will cover you. And you throw that shit. Or Obi-Wan, fucking force throw that shit. Take that shit out of her hand. Woof, let's go. Come on. So, I don't know. I, I don't know where this last episode goes because uh, it's it's like pointing towards Tatooine and Luke. But Vader can't go there. Vader can't know about this kid. Like, I, it's just very weird. Like, I don't know how this ends here. Like, I just don't like, what's this, what's the thing here? What yeah, do we do? No, I, I get it. I'm on the same page. Um, I really don't know. So may, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe. Uh, but in Boba Fett, it wasn't a good thing. It turned out being a very bad thing, actually. Yes. <laughs> uh, but, uh, th- there, there still has been a lot more about this show that I like than we got in Boba Fett. Yes. Because we only like Boba Fett when it turns into a different show. Correct. At least we like things of this show that it's yes. it's doing. There are elements of this show that I do like, but like you said, it, it is very uneven, and it is not giving me. I don't know. It's not. It hasn't sucked me into the relationship itself between Obi Wan and Leia. And now I, we've said this every week. Now I still like that. This little girl who's playing Princess Leia, I think, is stupendous. She's great. But out, outside crazy. of those moments when those two are together and just riffing, there really hasn't been a lot other than the Darth Vader stuff, which is the highlight of this show. They've been hinting of possibly a season two. Now, they've never mentioned it before. They were always talking about one and done. So when this last episode airs this week, I assume things are going to be wrapped up. But if there was a second season, it would kind of be a different thing. But I don't know. I just uh, well, it's gonna be interesting what we talk about next week with this because one episode left, uh, it's, it could go either way how we yeah. break the series at the end here. And, they got to stick a landing. They have to, and obviously, at this point, you and I are both way too invested. We're both going oh, to be watching it. It's not like we're we're and it's cutting. Quick. These things are like 30-something minutes because it said 44 minutes. There was like eight minutes of fucking credits. There is. So, like, these episodes are fucking short. I'm like, oh, I got to fit this in. And I'm like, done. And I'm like, oh, it's it's done already. Okay. Oh, speaking of fitting stuff in, Gomez. Uh-oh. What you fit in here, baby? Stranger, Stranger things. things. Oh, you did it. <clears throat> episode four. How was it? Well, episode four and then episode five. Whoa. And then episode six and seven. 
You finished. I this did. week, I know this week is the next season, the the final two episodes, right? Yes. Okay. So my thing was episode four was the one I kept hearing about online. Okay. It's the one people kept talking about. Like episode four is where it gets fucking bonkers, man. And I found it pretty underwhelming. Uh, they, mm. I don't know. It just it just didn't suck me in to the certain scene that happened where, and I'm sure you've seen it. It's the girl Max going uh, bonkers. She's being possessed or whatever. She's like pictures... floating. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I see. So it. Th- that's supposed to be like the like that's like a crazy thing. Happening. Yeah. And okay. at this point, now she's been around before, but I. I do not feel they've done enough development with her as a character to the point where it's supposed to make me the same thing we just said about Tala in Obi-Wan. It did not draw me into the fact that like, oh my God, like this is happening to this beloved character. Cause that wasn't my take. I I think, I think you're supposed to love this girl because she's been around for a while. She's not brand new. She's part of the crew. You know, so she's so she's supposed to be part of your crew too. You know, like you're supposed to be loving on her. But I don't feel like they've really made her part of the crew. Oh, uh, like you know, she was she was the she other was she was Lucas's around. girlfriend yeah. in in the one season. This yeah. season, she's kind of pulled back, and she's she's been a part of it. It's not like she's like they lessened her role. Really, I don't know. I just I don't buy. Like I, I haven't bought into her enough. I guess that's maybe, right. and that—that's a me thing. That but could that's very okay. well yeah, be a me thing. You're allowed to not, you know, vibe with someone. That's all right. And it's—I think she's probably the girl who plays her is probably one of the best actors of the the kids because some of these kids are fucking terrible. <laughs> we know who we're talking about here. <laughs> fucking, and don't get me wrong—the kid who plays Will Byers is fucking dreck. He's always been the guy who plays Jonathan Byers and was in New Mutants that still I don't think has come out. Um, <laughs> he's fucking terrible. That our, our, our man Finn Wolfhard is fucking atrocious. Oh, poor Finn. What happened, bro? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just looking at this and I don't know if it's maybe because they're older and they're like awkward and they're like 100%. You know, it's just. You were watching a show about young kids. Now you're watching some, like, you know, fucking young adults here. Like, they're becoming, you know, adults right in front of your eyes. And and this is a big problem I'm having is they're young adults, but they're still trying to act like they're 13. Yes. They're all so fucking big. Yeah. And they've taken Eleven kind of out of the show. I hear. So I hear this is the thing. I know they did it last year. They do it every year, really, where they don't really... The crew is never together. The crew is always apart. Yes. yes. And so here this year, Eleven is, like, in California. like So she's, like, all the way apart. So what they're, what they're doing is Eleven is basically separated from everyone. And I guess they're trying to build the heat. That way, Eleven they come has back. to make her big baby yeah. face come back. The warrior's coming. Oh. That's 100% what it is. <laughs> Yet, I just, I don't like the way they're doing it because everything that's being done feels like pure fodder. You're not, it's not, yeah, I got it. They're doing everything to keep them apart instead of making it where you're like, I can't wait. Yeah, I get you. They're not doing a good enough job. Like, Hopper is alive. Like I hear they're like in Russia or something. They're doing something over there. So the best is like, (laughs) so after the whole thing where Hopper's dead, everyone believes him to be dead. He's literally. just shows up. He's like, they're like, 
they get a message one day like, oh, Hopper's alive. And then they showed him like just on the floor of like where they left off in the season before. Oh. Just like, oh, I'm alive. Okay. And then he's like, the Russians go by, like take his body and imprison him. So I'm- he's in Russian jail. Joyce and, and Murray. Remember Murray? He's like yes. the government conspiracy theorist guy. Crazy guy. Yeah. So they travel to go get him because they're getting secret messages and they're trying to pay a ransom or whatever. The kids are on separate coast because the Byers family basically adopted 11, moved out to California. Mike goes out for spring break or whatever it is to visit them out there. So you have Dustin and Lucas back in Hawkins with Lucas's sister and then Nancy Wheeler and Steve is still a big deal. And then they got this other guy named Eddie who the Dungeons is kind Dragons of kid, right? Yes. With the now long he's, hair. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> what I didn't know, I just found this out this week. I was doing a little reading. Oh. The character of Eddie, he's the one who's originally getting blamed for yeah. these uh, these murders. Yeah. And it's basically because like he's a freak, he's a weirdo. Yeah. He's, Satanic panic. Yes. And I didn't realize that his character was based on um, one of the Memphis Three. Now, are you familiar with the case of the Memphis Three? I know about oh, it. Oh, the West, West Memphis West Three. Memphis Three. I know about it. I've always wanted to watch the docs. It's just not something I've watched because also it's like some heavy shit. And you got to be in the fucking mood to watch like someone's so, life get fucked up. Like this, I've, you know what I mean? I've heard <laughs> yeah. West Memphis Three before, you know, as a a catchphrase. Oh, so you didn't know what the thing was? The case I was, was not familiar with the case. Oh, yeah. The case is crazy, bro. So I, I did a quick little Google search this <laughs> week. And I start reading up about it. And when you say this is heavy shit, like, yeah. that doesn't even begin yeah. to scratch the surface on what went... This is a real-life case, by the way. It's not like this is... You know, when Gomez no, says no, the no. docs, it's a real-life murder yeah, case where satanic panic, uh, a couple of young boys were basically kidnapped their bodies are found in a lake, uh, mutilated, mutilated, naked, yes. uh, and there's a lot of heavy shit. And basically, these three kids got blamed. You know, and when I say kids, I mean like 18, 17, 16, like that. These three guys got blamed because they were like into heavy metal music, basically. And there was no DNA evidence or anything like that, but they figured there was enough there to, um, charge them with these crimes and they were on death row for or at least the one guy who the character of Eddie Munson in Stranger Things is based on was on death row for a while until DNA evidence came out years after the fact but like 10 still, years ago like it was like a while like yeah. semi recent like it was like I remember like oh wow that's crazy but even then it was um, some kind of contingency plea where he had to plea like um, that he knows there's enough evidence to charge him so there's like still some sort of admission of guilt there um and you know i'm not a lawyer but like i now i'm interested in watching the docs but like you said it's like one of these things you got to be in a fucking mood for gotta be like it's like here we go because there's like i think there's three docs because they followed the case along and then like shit was happening and so they did a follow-up a couple years later and then i think the last one is when he actually is able to uh, get out of jail. Crazy shit. So uh, <laughs> I got to the point where I was just like, you know what? Let's just fucking do it. Let's push through. Let's get through the show. 
And I got to be honest with you. Like I said, so much of it just feels like fodder. It just feels like we're buying time to build up this big fucking 11 return match where she could go in and take out the big bad guy who's this week uh, called Vecna. There's a big swerve at the end of episode seven. So I'll be honest, it was something I didn't see coming. And I did one of those. Ooh, that's cool. Um, But it's not enough to justify the length of these fucking so this episodes. is this is what i was just about to say my biggest thing of not jumping into the strange thing is these run times are crazy and i'm just thinking in my head is i've watched stranger things before and i think they could have used less time to get the point across so seeing them with all this extra time it's like ah that's not that does that's not doesn't make me want to jump in. That makes me scared because I you don't need that time. You don't need all this time. Once you get uh, probably like episode four, I think it is. Everything everything like is like the length of a movie. That's like ridiculous. So now we're thirty. Now we're four, that's too much. And there's, I mean, there is a thing. It's too much. There real. There just is. I'm sorry. You know, and I know we've said the same thing with AEW and WrestleMania, and you know, but there. There is something to be said for leave me wanting more. Leave me no ma- not, not No matter waiting. how good it is, sometimes one more bite is too much. It ruins yes. everything. And that's what happens. That's I <laughs> that's And I mean some of these episodes, I think episode 7 was like an hour and 38 minutes. No, legit it is. Yes. And there's two episodes that come out this week, the last two episodes of the season, and you got over 4 hours of content there, I believe. I believe they're both about two hours long. Not even joking, like for real. That's crazy. Now, it's Stranger Things. You're dealing with the supernatural, so obviously you can't take everything like real life, whatever. There is a lot of visually cool shit happening. Sure. You know, but it's just... I if this If this was condensed, if they would find a way to move this story along... Like, I'll be honest with you, the whole shit going on in Russia... With Hopper, here's the and, worst part of the show, and it is fucking horrible. Yeah, any momentum comes to a screeching halt every time. That's what I hear. It is fucking <laughs> horrible, and you're sitting there because there's like this elongated plot to go and rescue him, and then that takes a turn. So now you go even further down a yes, hole with course. more, and it's just like enough, fucking enough. Just get the. We know he's got to get out of there. So get him the fuck out and let's go. Like, get the rest of the fucking show started. Wish they could left him dead. That would have been really uh, ballsy. Like, it would have been. It would have made things mean something. And the thing is, it like, it's a big thing for Eleven because when she's at school in the early episodes, they do like, oh, make a diorama on your hero, a famous person, and she does one of like makes a diorama with Hopper saving people in the mall. She goes, oh, he was a cop and he died. He was famous. He was, you know, on the news or whatever. And, you know, she gets made fun of for that and all this shit. But, like, it's obviously affected her. That's, you know, for all her dad. She keeps calling him her dad. Her dad died. And the way, especially the way it leaves off at the end of the season previously, to just now where he's just, like, on the floor. He's alive the whole time. Like, I'm sorry. At that point, like nobody fucking looked for him. Like obviously they ran. They had to get out of the building. The fucking thing was gonna close. Whatever. 
but like he was fucking there the whole time. Like all you had to do was like fucking go look. Oh, is Hopper? It's not like he was fucking incinerated. I guess like everyone, I guess would have assumed. I guess so. But he was just like on the floor, like like he got bumped to the outside, and just no one cared. <laughs> you know, it was like a TV match. The guy takes a bump he's to got... the outside. They cut to commercial, and when you come back two minutes later, he's still there. I was gonna say it's like the Royal Rumble. This guy laid out at the end and let him celebrate yeah. the win. Get small. <laughs> That's what we say. Get small. <laughs> I love it. Oh, all right. So Stranger Things is done. For now, are you planning on watching these two episodes this week? I, at this point, yeah, I am because I've invested enough time. All right, so I can't wait next week to hear how Stranger Things wraps up. And you know what? The thing is, I don't hate it. I, I probably sounds, hating it. Sure, it probably sounds like I hate it, but I don't. I just think they they could have done so much better. And more? I don't know. Well, not to want more. You I don't know better. if that's. I don't know if that's the fault of the people who make the show. Or if that's the directive they're being given from Netflix, because you know Netflix is looking to milk this fucking cow for all it's worth, so it's like, give us 51-hour episodes. But Netflix is wondering why they're hemorrhaging money when they're giving these guys extra millions. $30 million an episode, I think it was, right? Like, that's unnecessary. Like, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I I could probably tell you it doesn't need to be that way. Like, it's... (laughs) It could be done for less. Like, things could be trimmed. Uh, you know, this is it's that's one of the problems. Is creative, uh, you know, creative control is great, but sometimes an editor, sometimes someone reeling you in is a good thing. Yes. And that's one of the problems with Netflix, is they just, you know, it's like, hey, Marty Scorsese, here you go. Do whatever you want. I'm gonna make a five-hour movie. Sure, bro, go ahead. No. You know, you could have made a four-hour movie just as good. Like, you could cut some stuff. We'll see. Netflix. It's going to be interesting. Netflix. People are nervous about Netflix. I don't know. That's the thing. You know, people say about us, they say, oh, these Carjomez guys, they need an editor because they just talk and talk. (laughs) That's what the people love, don't they? I don't know if they love us. No, they love us, and they love when we take our sidetracks and uh, go here, there, everywhere. They're here. They're there. They're every fucking where, Joe Mez. So, Joe Mez. I'm glad you brought that up because I did want to bring up Ted Lasso this week because I think it was last week or whatever. We talked about shows going out on top and shows ending early and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And apparently this the last season of Ted Lasso because... It's upcoming season. Yes, season three okay. that's coming up now. When they first came with the idea of Ted Lasso, it was a three-season story. Mm-hmm. So they're making that's it sound like that's it. Like They're like, maybe we could do another story, but this is the story that we went out to tell, and we're probably going to be done. Maybe something could happen where we come up with a brilliant idea that we want to continue, but this is the story. Everything we know is going to happen is going to happen here. I kind of love that. I love that at the end of this year, we're going to have a complete Ted Lasso done. Boom. Don't yeah. got to worry. They told the story they wanted. Nothing dragged on. That I love. No, I, um, like I said, I was really late to the party on Ted Lasso, but season one is wonderful. It's just so much fun and enjoyable. And then season two is such a kick in the balls. It's such a departure. It's a complete 180 from the tone and the tenor of season one. And it's still, it's, it's, 
excellent TV. The, it it the, genuinely is. The problem is, it's not just that it's it's different in tone. It's as different in tone in episodes. You'll be laughing, having yeah. the best time with these characters that you love. And then we're talking about some heavy shit. It's just like, whoa, what the yeah, fuck happened? There, there are legitimate parts where like, he's about to... Remember he hooks up with... I think it's the best friend of the owner or whatever. Yeah. So he like hooks up with her at one of the away games in the hotel, and then like he immediately goes into like having really bad panic attacks and going into his own mind. And it's like it's fucking it's heavy shit. Bomb ass pussy. It must be. <laughs> what uh did you watch Miss Marvel, bro? I did. I watched both Ooh. episodes that were available of Miss Marvel. So I'm what I'm all think? caught up. I'm excited to hear. I like it. I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't want to say love I love it. it. That's okay. It's no, right. I, I don't, don't love, love it. it. It's I okay. I like the little world that it is built. Right. I love um, the world. I love it. It's very. It's very different. It's you know because of the nationalities, the the family building, the family life, because it's not. So, and I'll be the first to say it, I'm accustomed to white privilege. Right. Everything sure. I know is something I can relate to, in some form or fashion. And this was a took like took me completely out of the element that I'm used to, especially in the kind of MCU that we've been accustomed to seeing. And it was completely different. And yet I liked all the characters involved. So that's that's the best part of the show is the world building. Like you want to be in this world with these people hanging out like this seems like a real TV show, like all these other Marvel things. Are just like our movies, movies broken up into chapters, long chapters. This is a TV show where every yes. character has a story going on, everything is happening. I love that about it. I love the style that they're doing. It's like Scott Pilgrim, it's like very Scott Pilgrim ish, yes. that kind of fun. So, like, I'm all about it. So, I'm, I'm loving, I'm, I'm all in. I can't wait. And I love just like the girl who plays Kamala great. Khan, she's great. great. So good. and Love she's a, so like a, a genuine Marvel fan, yes. and it's like the excitement that she gives off is very. It it would be very easy to be over the top or hokey about it, but she does it in such a genuine fashion that you can't yes. help but be like, "Oh, baby girl, I just I hope you get to wear that costume at a fest." I just want to give her hugs. I I want to see her. I can't wait for her to meet people meet superheroes yes. like that's gonna be so fun her meeting it would be Ant like Man. when eugene got to meet like the rock <laughs> it's an important moment bro. <laughs> so i'm excited uh there's four episodes left the episodes are quick they're fun they fly it's, by the, the fly two by. episodes i've watched flown by so i i can see people not liking it because it is different not just because it's got brown people but just the style of the show and everything is different. I get it. But I think if you give it a chance, it's just, it's a fun show. It knows what it wants to be. And I hope, I hope we get more seasons. Like, I hope like we get to continue to see these people. Cause I don't know. She's in this show that she's going to be in a movie. So I don't know what they have planned mm -hmm. for Miss Khan here. Like I said, she's a very important uh, person in Marvel. Now I will say the uh, end of episode two kind of leaves you off with a little cliffhanger. Yes, you and don't know what's this happening. Was, this was a great example of something that when it ended, I was like, oh, man. Can't wait, right? Yep. I, now I need to see what's next. 
this was that's... a really good example of that. And that's kind of what I've been missing in a lot of these other shows lately. That's great. So this is this become my new show. I run to see this. Obi-Wan gets a uh, second fiddle. Most Marvel's first thing to watch. That's fine. But I'll, I'll watch Obi-Wan this week first just to get it out the way. Wrap it up. But Miss Marvel can't wait. Four episodes left. So good. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, real fast. I I read a book. Oh, I read a book. I read the Young Bucks autobiography. I've I heard it's look- good. I was looking for a wrestling book. I was thinking of reading a, a newer Jericho book. I saw your ratings though; they were like three stars. Like, it didn't seem like you really, you know. I don't know. I really haven't loved any of the Jericho books. Yeah, so that's it. Like I the saw first one to me, I, I think I've only read three. I think he's got like a, 11 now. He's got a lot now. That's why I was like, oh my God, he's got so many books. Let me see. Uh, I the, like Jericho. The first one is okay. It's just, it's a collection of short stories. It's not a book. Interesting. Um, And then everything else is just, it has that all over the place writing. Like, it's like he's never on track. You know, like you like you need the editor to rein you in. And that's where I kind of am with Jericho when it comes to his books anyway. Yeah. So I saw that. I was like, eh. And then uh, the Young Bucks popped up. I was like, you know what? This is interesting. And the book was great. You know, they've had interesting lives. They're very important to the wrestling business nowadays. What's happened. And uh, so it was interesting to read. That's what I hear. Um, Brian Myers is big on reading like every wrestling book that has ever existed. And even he had made a comment to me where it was because it was really interesting to see someone who's basically a peer um, and read their story and like what they did and what, you know, because they have been very influential. Yeah, really. I mean, if you think about the past 10 years of the wrestling business, they're they're probably at the very top of importance and influence in professional wrestling as a whole. You might you you might not want to admit it or say it, but I mean it's it's a fact. Like this is not denying it. And you know, I guess in a couple of years when we have time to step back and I guess realize, we'll really give them their their due. But yeah, yeah. send them the flowers. It's very important. So the book was very interesting, and we have everything to owe to them not wanting to shake Booker T's hand. Bro, they talk about it so funny. <laughs> what do they say about that? Um. Uh, they said, what did they say? They said, um, obviously it was a misunderstanding that got blown way out of proportion. They said they didn't even see Booker T. They didn't shake someone else's hand. Van Damme. Book- yes, they didn't shake Van Damme because they love Van Damme. But they said there was never a chance, like they were nervous, but he was busy doing stuff and they never felt the opportunity to, to be able to, to do that. Yes. And so... They got heat for that, and then Booker T went off and went on, you know, Twitter and everything, and they were like, but, I mean, at the same time, it was kind of the best thing to happen to us because it's like we didn't mean for all these things to happen, but they did. Like, we would just do things that people would be like, oh, my God, did you see these people? And it would make them popular. So it's like we never tried to be controversial or nothing, but it's just something would happen. It would get negative press. And it made us bigger. It was like, oh, shit. And it was just a, it was an interesting story. So it's a really, it's interesting now that you say it that way, because I've been in that position so many times, because it's always been impressed upon me 
you have to shake everyone's hand. Of course, I, but I, I think anyone who's been a fan of wrestling knows that, you know, like, oh, that's like one of those wrestler things. You shake say everyone's hi to hand. the boys. Yeah, always. And there are so many times where, like, you walk into a building, people are in conversation, people yeah. are on the phone, people are not eat, like, and like, you don't want to bother them out of like common courtesy, but God forbid that person see you. And yeah, then like you kind of <laughs> and you didn't say hi and it becomes a thing. And it's just like there's I'm I'm glad we've gotten away from that now. Like you still say hello to people, but like you don't go around trying to make sure you got everyone. Like at this point, I think it's more like you kind of just say hello to the whoever's in front just of you. In. Hey everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, and not even that, but like you you walk around a little bit, you say hello, but like no one expects you to go out of your way for that shit anymore, you know? Good. So that's, I think that's, that's it's one of it's one of those things that is kind of good, kind of bad. Like I see it from both sides, but that's because I was brought up in a certain way. Uh, but I'm so grateful that we don't have to deal with those fucking awkward things anymore where like two guys are in the middle of a conversation and I say, excuse me, guys, just want to say hi and introduce myself. And then new Jack wants to kill me for interrupting his conversation. Yeah. I forgot what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> I get it. Do you see us here fucking talking? <laughs> like, yeah, excuse me. I just wanted to say hi. See, yeah. yeah. I get I get the respecting, but then I don't like that then it turns into a way to, to give you heat for something yeah. so silly. Like that that's the problem. So I read that, so that's interesting. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll read another wrestling book, but I don't know. I'm trying to read someone recent. Like I want to read like a newer book. Like I thought like that was cool to read something. Uh, Moxley just came out with a book. He does have a book. It's not on audio tape because when he was about to record the audio, he went to he rehab. went right into rehab. So I was very annoyed. Like it was like the next day. I believe, and this may this may pique your interest even more. I know how big of a fan you are. Tyrus, the former Brodus Clay, has just come out with a book. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> I mean. I would check it out if if someone told me it was interesting. I'm, or the I'm sure there's plenty of uh, conspiracy <laughs> theories and all everything that comes along with Tyrus in there. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm reading books. I, Joe. I believe the forward is written by Tucker Carlson. Oh, I believe. <laughs> what is it? Control the narrative, bro. No, that's EC3. Oh, but it's all the same, is it? I They're mean, not buddies. They seem probably. like they should be buddies. <laughs> I don't, I've never met Tyrus. I, I, you know, whatever. I'm sure he's fine. You could be crazy and fine at the same time, you know? <laughs> sure. Oh, you watch anything else this week, Joe? I went, I went to the big movie, Gomez, only it turned out to be not so big of a movie. So Joe went to a movie. I, I thought it was going to be a big movie. I think we all thought it was going to be a big movie. Apparently, it's not a big movie. Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear gets his own movie, and everyone says, eh, I'm going to stay home. And so just real quick, because I think the discussion I have is about the uh, performance of the movie. But the movie itself, I think, is good. Good. I think you should see it. Is it the best Pixar movie ever? No. No. Is it a perfectly enjoyable time at so the movies fun. for you? I think kids will really enjoy it. I enjoyed it. I mean, once again, I walked out of there going, oh, that was okay. That was pretty fun. So I had plans. I planned on seeing it because I see every movie. 
but uh, the wife had no interest, and Shiloh had no interest. She went, I went, hey, you want to see that that Buzz Lightyear movie? She said, yeah. I said, yeah, you do? She goes, oh, well, there's a cat in it. And I said, yeah, he's, he's got like a little cat sidekick thing. I said, but I don't know how much that cat's in the movie, so if you just want to see it for the cat, I said, let's let's slow down here. And she said, well, what about the other people? And I said, oh, also, this is about a man, not a toy, so there's no other people. She said, oh, so the other characters aren't there? I was like, no, there's no toy. He's not a toy here. He's a man. And she went, huh? I said, listen. And I I think that, and we spoke about that. I think that really affected the performance of the movie. Her face was like, what? He's not a toy? They explained that at the very beginning of the movie. There's like a, a crawl at the beginning. And it says, in 1995, a boy named Andy was given a toy of Buzz Lightyear that was based on his favorite movie. This is that movie. And then you see the movie. And at that point, I'm like, oh. But up until that point, no fucking idea. But so my here's my thing. <clears throat> is this a live action movie? Or is this an animated movie? Are there animated movies in the Toy Story world? Yes. What does that look like? Have we look, seen what animation looks like? It looks like what this Lightyear movie looks like. That's why it looks no, different. But that, that doesn't look like Andy. Don't they look the same? No. They look like normal people. Buzz Lightyear don't look like a, a animation. He looks like a normal human. Like it's a live action movie. So you think this is an animated movie that Andy's watching? I think it's an animated. I think it would be considered live action because Toy Story takes place in an animated universe. So in that universe, everything is animated. Yes. But like in, in all the Toy Stories, like we've never seen like a cartoon, right? Like even like Woody's Andy. Roundup was a cartoon, or what was it? Or it was it was a like a Howdy Doody, right? It was like yeah. a Howdy Doody. That's what I mean. Like we've never really seen animation. Like what does animation? What does look animation like? look like inside the animated world? In the animated world, it's interesting. I was thinking about it. Looks that. like live action, duh. <laughs> but it can't. It can't look like them. It has to look different. Well, to them, live action is different. <laughs> like, live action is real to us and animation is fake. It's flip-flopped in that universe. So, if, like, Bugs Bunny was standing here right now, that'd he be looked, normal he, for me. He'd be normal for Andy. I'd be yes. like, oh, look, hey, it's Bugs Bunny. What's up, bro? Yeah. But, but then if, if you walk there, yes. it's like Homer and the three... It, yeah, Homer going to be of cakes, yes. <laughs> I like how that's our go-to Whenever we need uh, An example to explain that Point away It's Homer and the erotic cakes I mean what else do you need bro No everyone knows it But Gomez Very poor performance for Lightyear Shocking Came in in second Came in second to Jurassic Park Jurassic Park dropped over 60% A billion dollars and still and still finished ahead of Toy Story, only fifty-one million dollars for Lightyear. If I was, if I, I'm correct, I believe they were looking for like seventy-five, eighty. I think I, I want to say for. the projections was like seventy to eighty, and with thoughts that they could get to a hundred. Mm. And That's... this did not even come close. So now, what do we think is uh, the problem? Is it just because it's it's a spinoff that no one wanted? Is it because? 
we get movies for free on Disney Plus nowadays. I think that is probably the biggest part is that you've right, been, now to... you've been trained, for lack of a better term, to sit home. to believe that Pixar movies come out for free on Disney Plus because we've gotten three in a row on is yeah. it three in a row or more? Definitely Turning Red, Soul, Luca, Encanto. Encanto wasn't oh, it was regular though. Disney. No, it was regular Disney. Um, I think that's it. Uh, what was the one with Chris Pratt and Spider Man? That came out right as the pandemic was happening, so it did get a release, but then they put it immediately on Disney Plus. Okay. So we don't count that one. That's Onward is the name. Onward, of that. that's right. Yes. But now, are we at the point where, or maybe we're just at the point where people still they'll go out themselves. You know, like Top Gun did big money. Jurassic Park did big money. Maybe they're not ready to go out with the family. Maybe families or, or, aren't going out. Or maybe they're at the point where it's like, you know what? It's just not worth paying. Maybe it's too expensive to take out a family to light year. I, I don't know. And that's that's really what I wanted to ask you because you're the movie guy. Or is it a combination of the fact that no one knew what the fuck this movie was? I think it's a combination of all things you see, because also when you think of Buzz Lightyear, this is not like what I think of Buzz Lightyear. I think of a more like fun, like kind of how the, do you remember there used to be a Buzz Lightyear cartoon? Yes. So like, I think more like that, like that kind of fun adventure. Like this is like a, it looks like a serious kind of action movie. Is is that kind of, eh. is it silly? Like, is there silly it's, monsters he's fighting it's, or? It's it's like low stakes, you know what I mean? It's not it's mm-hmm. not like everything hinges on everything. Okay. There's there's a story. Um, you know, it's Buzz Lightyear and his uh Space Ranger platoon crash land onto this planet and now they have to try to build up the ship so they can get back home, but only it takes years and years to do, so like this whole story evolves around it basically. And okay. One of the big things to come out of this, and I don't know, I'm sure you've seen it because you can't miss this shit when people want to blow up something so small and turn it into the fucking end of the world. There is a lesbian kiss in this movie. So that's the other thing is all people not taking their kids to see. No, because that, it, that Disney doesn't have movie. family values. Ugh, oh my goodness. It is number it's Buzz Lightyear's best friend and partner. Hawthorne is her name in this movie. Alicia Hawthorne is his partner. When they're on this planet, Buzz is like this test pilot to, to for this fuel to try to get them off the planet. Whenever he goes on these runs, though, he loses like four years of time. Crazy. And whenever he comes back and the people are all waiting for him, like, okay, it didn't work. We got to try it again. Like, everybody's lives have moved on. Yeah, sure. His. Shit has happened. So his partner, Alicia has this new partner eventually they have a kid eventually that that kid gets married and has a grandkid but at some point they they there's a scene where they have a kiss and oh. people are fucking losing their mind because god forbid you push that on families children have to watch this you know <gasps> think of the children like <laughs> i'm fucking sorry i'm about to go on a rant Oh, please do. I am so bothered by this. And yeah, I should be. I am not the person I'm sure that you think would get bothered by this, but it is fucking 2022. And 
if at this point in your life, you do not know anyone or have encountered anyone who is gay or lesbian or trans or fucking anything at this point and and have not thought they're a good person like we're like the Tampa Bay Rays (laughs) this is pride month yes the Tampa Bay Rays on their pride day had players who refused to wear the patch because of their their deep rooted Christian values this was a big deal to them so in essence they're saying oh we love you people we're happy to take your money but we really don't love you fucking people. So you go fuck yourself because our God says you're a fucking sinner. And to them, I say, shut the fuck up to everybody. Who's going to complain about this. Shut the fuck up. Enough is enough. I am so sick and tired of fucking people sitting out here acting like fucking gays and lesbians and bisexuals and trans people are the fucking end of the world when Christianity and religion and fucking all that bullshit has been the cause of more shit in this world than fucking anything else. I fucking hate religion and your bullshit fucking gods that you defend instead of the fucking neighbors that you have. Enough. Preach, brother. Love it. Love to hear it. Like, nobody's going to think of me as the fucking paragon of fucking liberalism. But, like, it's fucking 2022, bro. The problem is these people are so fucking stupid that it makes you feel like you this crazy liberal person. Because it's like, what is going on here? Why is this such a a problem? Why is this such a, a thing? That I gotta feel crazy. Like, what am I crazy? Like, what what is happening? Like, in this idea that, like, when we talk about the bathrooms, you know that, like, every oh, I don't want my daughter going into a fucking bathroom and with you don't know who's been in there. It's like, bro, like, listen to any of these fucking stories. Like, all the priests that fucking molested young boys and all this shit that you and you still to this day trust the fucking church. But a fucking gay person who just wants to go take a fucking piss is 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 more of a fuck is more on your radar than any any of that shit. Yes. You didn't know people just can't control themselves at all. Once you're gay, you just have no control over no over, once you you're... just need it. You need it right now. You just gonna take wrong. it. Like, I'm old enough to where and Gomez is old enough where yeah, we would say the F word all the time. And yeah, we'd make fun of people and call them gay or fucking make uh, uh, race jokes and, and, and gender jokes. And that was all acceptable because that was just part of it. Times fucking change. I do not call people faggots anymore. No, that's it. Like, you know, hey, don't say that. Okay, bro. No problem. You know what? Like, it's not, you know how easy it was even just. Two, three years ago for me to say the word retarded. Yes. And now to this day, I make a point of trying not to say the word retarded. Yes. Like, matter. and that's me. And I and I fucking say almost anything. Joe's I'm on this show. Shit. <laughs> I'm on this show saying fuck a hundred thousand times per episode. It drives people nuts. <laughs> but even I go out of my way to keep certain words out of my vocabulary. And honestly, I'm not always successful. Sometimes I do say words that I I know I shouldn't say. But I try. I try because I don't want to be a piece of shit. (laughs) 
And for those of you who are still stuck in this mentality, guess what? You're a piece of shit. And I have no problem saying that. Yes, please. And if you're listening to this show and you're one of those people, then I'm sorry. If you're going to unsubscribe, I don't care. I want you're a piece of shit. I don't want you listening. You don't deserve my sweet, sexy voice. Fuck you. (sighs) Let me get off my soapbox now. Hey, baby, it's justified. It's Pride Month. We're allies. Fuck you, people. Yeah, and the thing that... So I went to a Catholic all-boys high school. And if you think for one second that in a in a class of over 400 boys who graduated, that there weren't at least one or two gay kids in there, then you're fucking out of your mind. And maybe I didn't know it. Maybe I didn't see it. Maybe I, you know, um, ignorance is bliss. You know, maybe I went through four years and thought I never met a gay person. I guarantee you I did, but I didn't think about it or whatever. But like the fact that you would put, I would never in good conscience think that a blind faith to a fucking book is more important than the person in front of me. And I cannot under any circumstance make sense of that. I cannot fathom that mentality when people say, Oh, well, my faith is just so strong. And I, you know, I, I want these people to feel accepted. It's just that I don't do it. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. It's such bullshit because these people don't follow that book to the T. Like, get out of here. Like, they don't follow every single thing in that book. But this one thing is the, the thing that just can't be broken. It's just so uh, this one thing. Yeah. These are the same people who believe Jesus put fucking Donald Trump in the in the White House. And believe me, and I'll say this too. If you're a Donald Trump supporter, fuck you too. I got no problem saying that. You're a piece of shit. You're a simple-minded, anti-American fuckface. And I that's what I truly believe. I got no problem putting it out there. This is my fucking show. That's right. Say whatever we want. Fuck you. <laughs> this episode took a turn. And that's, that's freedom of speech. You should love that. That's right. But it's not freedom of consequence. So if you choose not to listen to my show anymore, you have every right to do so. That's right. Oh, well. And I encourage that. Please, we don't want you. <laughs> Woo, fun episode here. So why didn't Lightyear make any money? The gays, see, that's why. Oh, the gays. The gays, the the Disney Plus. I'm sure there was a the black in there. Oh, it was a black gay, wasn't it? It was a black woman, yeah. Whoa! Forget about it. What a disgrace this movie is. Uh, oh, but I don't know, like, I think your daughter is the desired, the target audience for this movie. And she's saying, wait a minute, none of the other characters are in it. I think that's a big one. So, but my daughter's a pain in the ass where I feel, and it has happened plenty of times, where if I just put something in front of her face, she'll enjoy it. There'll be times it's like, eh, eh, like, you know, Mulan, like, I don't want to. And then she loves Mulan. And then we put this on and then she loves it. So I think if I just put Lightyear on, we're doing a family night, I so put it on. I let think me ask this then. Like does she just not like going to the movies? No, she does. Uh, she'll see a commercial and say, I want to see that. Or I don't want to see it. There'll be times where I'll see a movie. Uh, like one time there was this movie where these talking animals are like in an amusement park or something. Uh, yeah, I'm listening. 
and I'm like, uh, there's a bear ro- riding a roller coaster. A roller coaster, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What happened I'm to like, that movie? This kid's gonna love this fucking movie. And I was like, Shiloh, look at this movie. She's like, eh, I don't, I don't really want to see it. So I don't know sometimes what this kid's gonna like and not like. She surprises me. So uh, the big test is two weeks. Minions come out. Oh. Will minions make a lot of money? If it makes a lot of money, then it's then kind of a, a Pixar. Pixar it's kind of yeah. a Pixar problem, right? So, and I think we're going to see the minions because we've seen the other minion stuff. I like the minions; they're funny. So we'll guess. see. They, they say silly I mean, things. I, I've Bob seen the movies. I, I just, I don't, I, don't I, I don't know. I've never, I've never finished a minions movie and been like. Whoa. Bro, they eat bananas, bro. Come on. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, man. So that's the test. I think in two weeks, if Minions makes a fucking $100 million, we got a Pixar problem. If not, then maybe it's uh, families aren't going to the movie theater problem. Because there's a lot of animated. There's Minions. There's that uh, superhero Oh, the pets movie, yeah. Pets movie. There's this uh, animated, like a dog doing kung fu. I don't know if you've seen this trailer. Yes, I have. Cats and dogs doing kung fu. I imagine Shiloh wants to see that because it's got cats. We'll see. So, and I think there may be one other animated movie. So, there's a lot of animated movies this year. So, we'll find out soon enough. I mean, obviously, there is enough interest in movies. Jurassic Park made a shit ton. Of, t- top, top Gun yes, in week top four. Gun is killing it. Week four made another $44 million this week. Now, does this have to do anything, do you think? I don't know. I'm throwing this out there. With it being Father's Day, do you think more people Ooh. took the road to the adult movies and said, oh, dad's going to see Top Gun this weekend? Fuck the, the Buzz Lightyear? That's a possibility. I could also see it where, hey, mom, take the kids out to the movies, let dad do his thing, maybe. Since I see both ways there. Mm. No, well, unlike you, some fathers do actually enjoy their kids. So, yeah, but Father's Day is you do whatever you, you want to do. Yeah. You know, some if I want peace and quiet, I mean, please let me at least get some peace and quiet. But I mean, if you're going to go to the movies, you take your kids with you, you could still take your kids to see Top Gun. Yeah, but you know, I don't want to have to explain. She hasn't seen the first one, so I, you know, we got. Why wait. you need? You don't need to see the first one though. They explain plenty in the movie. They do, but and it's just like, hey, you're fucking. How old is your daughter now? Eleven, seven, seven, seven. I was close. Seven minute abs. <laughs> That's right. She's that um, number. But like, hey, look at these planes, and look at oh, they're gonna they're gonna kill the uranium depot. Like, don't you care about uranium? I have to introduce some more live action movies. She's not really a live action person. It's mostly animated. But she loves like Commando and shit, right? Predator. The she loves Robocop. Man. Does she love Robocop? When that guy's dick gets blown on. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love that? Uh, no, she's uh, she don't watch that. She's not interested in that stuff. She's interested mm. in silly stuff. Any you? any shows, live action shows? Nope. No. What was the the princess show? Uh, Sophia the First. We still watching that? 
Nah, I'm not. That was like one of the first things. That that that's not on. No that's more. dead and gone now. We moved on. Yeah. She still What's watched. Up? What's she watching? Uh, I don't even know. What's she watch? She still watches trolls. She loves her trolls. There's a troll trolls. show. Oh, okay. You know, they they make a show on that. That's what she watches mostly. Bluey. Bluey's like the big thing. Bluey's fucking huge, bro. It's a great show. It's really it's really good. It's good. <laughs> Uh, and that's I'm trying to think because she's told me the other day when I asked if she watches something, she goes, "Oh, that's Nickelodeon. I don't watch Nickelodeon no more." I was like, "Oh, excuse me, I don't watch Whoa. Nickelodeon no more. Excuse me." So we're just watching Disney uh, stuff, and I don't know what wow. Disney's doing. <laughs> excuse me, bro. <laughs> Growing up without guts and uh, Nick we'll Arcade, see. the best Legends Ooh. of the Hidden Temple, just not. Do Guts. So I, I, I saw Michael Malley in the airport one time. The best. And I was like, oh, should I go say what's up to Michael Malley? Yes, you fucking should always. Nickelodeon. Fucking. He was uh, the dad on Glee. Yeah. Like, and I was like, fuck. And like, he could see me looking at him. Like, we definitely made eye con- contact at one point. And he just looked so uninterested in being approached. So I put out a tweet and I was like, could have sworn I just saw Mike O'Malley in the airport. Like thinking <laughs> that, thinking that, you know, if maybe he'd reply, you know. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> he said, oh, good. This kid just tweeted me. <laughs> Walked away. <laughs> but uh, that's very nice of you to not bother the celebrity. When it looked like he didn't want to be bothered. That's very it, important. It just, it was early in the morning. He looked, yeah, he definitely lo- had that look about him. And I was just like, oh, but this is like that. For me, that would have been a cool photo op, you know? Like, I, I, yeah. it's not like people were swarming Mike O'Malley. It was just like, oh, that was a big pop for me. 100%. Hmm. Right there. Uh, Gomez, what do you say we uh, get ready to wrap this up? Oh, it's big finish time. Let me get this wheel ready, baby. Because it's a new way of doing the big finish. Gomez, explain it to them before we hit the music. So uh, back in the day, we used to do like a bingo cage. And I would pick out a number and look at a corresponding list. And that became too much work. So I would just write down little things and write it, uh, throw it in the thing and pick it out every once in a while. Not no more. Now I've taken to the internet. We have a website here where you can put all your your things, what are the entries on here, and it makes little slots, and we spin the wheel, and it's going to give us something random. We have 106 things on this list here, bro. There's some new stuff and some things that we've done in the previous first 100 or so episodes of the podcast. So something we did in episode four, we're going to redo it. Because who knows? I don't remember what the fuck I said on episode four. No, me neither. Like if uh, something came up that was favorite candy, it might be totally different. Because every day is a different thing. So or here we go. in the words of Cheryl Crow, every day is a winding road. It is. Here we go. Let me spin this fucking wheel here. I think it has sound, but. I can add sounds no matter what. So let's see. Let's see how this sounds. It is now time for the big finish. 
All right, Joe. Today's big finish. You ready? Yes. Oh, my God. Here we go. We're spinning the wheel. It's exciting. Big finish. Oh, look at this. Non-cartoon Nickelodeon. So these are Nickelodeon shows, but not the cartoons. Oh, that's what that means? Yes. Non-cartoon so, Nickelodeons. Okay. Wow, that's tough. It is. Here we go. All right. This is tough. So let me think here. I like Pete and Pete, but I don't know. I wouldn't put it on a list like this. Uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark would probably be number one, I guess, as for me. I mean, for me, it's Legends of the Hidden Temple. You know, I wasn't even thinking of game shows. Like, I'm thinking of that. But that counts, of course, because that's none. So, yeah, okay. So, if we're going to do that, hmm, see, maybe I have to amend this and put that different. But here we go. I didn't do it. So, it is what it is. So, Legend of Hidden Temple, Guts, Nick Arcade. I mean, those three things right off the bat. Boom. I, those are my shit. Guts would be my number two. I don't know. Is that cheating? I mean, it, it has to count, right? Double Dare. I think that's a whole separate thing because that's Double like, Dare to me, I that that was on network television for a while when I was a kid. So Oh I don't really? Count, yes. Because I didn't have oh. cable for a long time and I still watch Double Dare because I'll never forget, you know, when you gotta reach up into the nose and grab the flag. The best. Oh, I didn't know that. See, I know it from Nickelodeon. All right. So but but I'll say Legends of the Hidden Temple. Uh, guts, and then my number three, I'm gonna say Blues Clues. I think we forget about how big Blues Clues was. Blues Clues, it still is, still popular now. It's back. Well, remember, Steve just came back like a year ago and told us how great we were all doing. He did, he came back, he was on the Bluey, uh, the Bluey, he's on the Blues Clues. He still pops up every once in a while when they need to call their cousin Steve. Yeah, it's very cute. Um, I'm trying to think, what else was on Nickelodeon? All that, you know, like I watched it, but I wasn't really, that wasn't my thing. Keenan and Kel, right? Good Burger, hey guys. <laughs> uh, Zoe 101, iCarly. Yeah, but that's later on. That's more like, I guess, like Nick Ball kind of stuff you would watch growing up. That's not really, uh, at that point, I'm done with that there. I, so I guess that's it. Josh? Nah, you know, that was all the tail end. Like, what is that? That's like, that's, that's early 2000s. Yeah, like 2004. We're a little too old for that. We're a little aged out at that point. Yeah, I suppose so. Well, there you go. Big finish. All the game shows. Yeah. <laughs> Should have thought the of that game shows and blues. <laughs> uh, Joe, hit him with them plugs so we can get out of here. Guys, if you're listening to this on Thursday, tomorrow night, I will be in Baltimore, Maryland with the boys from the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast at Jimmy's Famous Seafood for Live 13. Definitely come out, say hello, maybe get an 8 by 10 Who knows? We can have all sorts of fun if you bring the money. <laughs> Otherwise, remember to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't deleted us for uh, you know me telling you you're a piece of shit. Um, I won't apologize for that, but I will completely understand if you do. Uh, otherwise, subscribe, leave a five-star review wherever it is that you get this podcast. Screenshot that review, tweet it to us at Card Jomez, and you possibly could win a signed 8x10 from both Gomez and myself, just like today's winner, Creamy Chris. 
Otherwise, you can follow my personal accounts at the Joe Shoes. The Gomez154, Instagram and Twitter. And we will be back next week with Potpourri. How's uh, that sound? Yeah, this week is the Elvis movie. I might see that because it looks like something else. It, but, th- uh... That <laughs> accent Tom Hanks has going on, <laughs> I'm interested just for that. So I might get there. I might uh, get Lightyear. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But we'll definitely have some Miss Marvel. The end of Obi-Wan. Did they mm-hmm. stick the landing? Very important, folks. And Joe's going to watch Stranger Things. So we got some stuff. Uh, Stranger Things, I don't think, will be next week, though. Oh, it's nice for next week? I think it don't come out till the first. Okay, so it's the next one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then, uh, fuck that. No, forget it. <laughs> so Don't worry. We'll have stuff to talk about. If not, I'll uh, I'll tell you a story. Or send in some questions that you want to hear us talk about. Maybe we'll do a Q&A episode if we get more than one question. Who knows? But until then, that's Amore, cowboy. Peace. What?